0: You're listening to the podcast feed of the Episcopal Church of the Ascension in Montgomery, Alabama.
1: Good morning and welcome. You can find a bulletin for this Right One service on our webpage at coascension.org. And I would invite you to sing with us hymn 401. Please stand. <laughs> Our liturgy begins on page 323 in the Book of Common Prayer. Bless the Lord who forgiveth all our sins. In his mercy and Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ saith. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be gracious to all who have gone astray from thy ways, and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of thy word, Jesus Christ thy Son, who with thee and the Holy Spirit liveth and reigneth one God forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated for the lessons.
0: Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you, and will make you exceedingly numerous. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, But your name shall be Abraham. And I have made you the ancestor of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of you. And kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you. And your offspring after you throughout their generations. For an everlasting covenant. To be God to you and to your offspring after you. God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover, I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of peoples shall come from her. The word of the Lord. The portion of Psalm 22 for today can be found in your bulletin or on page 611 of the Book of Common Prayer. Thank you. from the first letter from Paul to the church in Rome. For the promise that he would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or to his descendants through the law, but through righteousness of faith. It is the hearants of the law who are to be the heirs. Faith is null and the promise is void, for the law brings wrath, but where there is no law, neither is there violation. Hoping against hope, he believed that he would become the father of many nations according to what was said. So numerous shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was already as good as dead, for he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, being fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Therefore, his faith was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now the words, it was reckoned to him, were written not for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will will be reckoned to us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was handed over to death for our trespasses, and who was raised for our justification. The Hymn is 707.
2: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory Lord. Be to me, o Lord. Jesus began to teach his disciples that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. he does not despise nor abhor the poor in their poverty. Neither does he hide his face from them. But when they cry to him, he hears them. In the name of the Lord, holy and undivided Trinity. Amen. But when they cry to him, he hears them. In the Summer, after my first year of seminary, I completed CPE, or Clinical Pastoral Education. It was a requirement of all seminarians that could be satisfied in a different settings, and I chose to do mine in a hospital there in Austin. We worked with the other chaplains at the hospital and had classes, were debriefed, debriefed with classmates, There were also seminarians of different denominations in our group, and I had the privilege of working with Presbyterian, Methodist, and Roman Catholic seminarians as well. And we all wore these badges that bore the title chaplain intern, but what I would learn, and learn very quickly, was that it was the chaplain part of that badge that would catch the eyes of patients, catch the eyes of Family members of patients. I spent most of my time in Dell Seton Medical Center in downtown Austin, Texas. It was a level three trauma center and a teaching hospital for the University of Texas School of Medicine. When we were beginning this program I was asked where I wanted to work, what kind of experience I wanted to get, and I told my supervisor I wanted exposure to all aspects of the hospital and the care it provided, but that most of all, I wanted to be in a place where I could grow my pastoral care skills. I was placed on the med surge floor. This was a floor that helped a multitude of different people for a wide range of things. Some were people who had thankfully been downgraded from ICU, Some had what were often called non-life threatening or more procedural things done. And as this was during the summer, there were often homeless people suffering from severe dehydration. Now, every morning at 9 a.m., I would sit in with nurses and social workers from my floor on what was called rounds. This was an exercise in which the doctors and their students would come and debrief and talk about their patients on that floor. The staff from other floors were in different rooms and so we stayed in one room and as the doctors made their rounds, we had the opportunity to hear different stories about the patients on our floor. Now, what was unique about this experience So saying that opportunity to hear the story, we heard the story behind the patients. Often we would learn their backstory, learn in-depth information on their medical history. And the nurses would listen and often would be helpful to me with information. And often would look over at me and ask or make recommendations on who I should go visit or what I should be aware of when entering the room. This information was especially helpful in that it allowed me to have insight as to where a patient was coming from in their conversation with me or where their family members might be emotionally as they asked me questions. And knowing someone's story, I felt I was able to practice more presence with them. During times of trouble, we often make that cry to God, that pleading to God to just get me through this. As the one year mark approaches for the initial shutdown and the monumental changes to all our lives began, I often think or ask that question, why? We hear just a portion of this psalm this morning, Psalm 22, and it is the end of the psalm. On Good Friday, we will hear this whole psalm. The psalm begins, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yes, the very words that Jesus pleaded to the Father while he was nailed to the cross Words that seem to tell us that the humanity of Jesus has, for the moment, fallen out of relationship with the Father. This is why this psalm is considered a psalm of lament. However, when you take a closer look in reading, one discovers there are several different kinds of psalms within this one psalm. There's invocation, complaint, and petition. But this morning, we get the last portion, and it is the praise part. Yes, we have just begun Lent, that season of penitence and preparation, and now we are already praising God. But what is it that we are praising God about? In our portion of the psalm this morning, we learned that God will hear the cry of the poor that the poor shall eat and be satisfied that our heart shall live forever and that kingship belongs to the Lord and not only these things not only will these things be revealed to us but also to those who have died to all who sleep in the earth and all who go down to the dust will fall before him and it gets even better not only will these blessings be available to us and to those who have died, but also they will be made known to a people yet unborn. My soul shall live for him and my descendants shall serve him. I've heard a lot of I've heard from a lot of folks that it feels like we have been in lent for the past year. And I'm not going to argue that at all. We have certainly been in a cycle of lament. I fault no one for complaining and petitioning the powers that be or to God. But what gives me hope and what gives me joy, what gives me cause for optimism, is that I know that when we cry out to God, he hears us. This virus and the pandemic that it caused has taken so much from us. taken the lives of loved ones. It has taken from us the joys of celebration of various events. It has taken from us the joy of physical interaction and community. But we as Christians are part of the offspring of Israel, have been grafted as part of Jacob's line. The name Israel literally means struggle That seems like an understatement after what all we have been through over the last year. But as vaccinations continue to roll out, the weather seems to be beginning to change. New cases and fatalities related to this horrible disease seem to be slowing down. Start to feel a little like Noah in the ark. The rain has stopped. The sun has come out and he begins to send those doves out, to bring him back a sign that the waters have receded. I feel like all these positive trends are like the doves. Noah had hope and faith, which is why he sent the doves out. But it wasn't until the third dove, which did not return, that Noah knew he was in the clear. We haven't quite reached that third dove yet, but I am hopeful. The church father, Athanasius, said the psalms speak for us. For some of us, it seems singing songs of praise are a little premature. But I believe that God has heard my cry and has not hidden his face from me. And what I learned from my CPE experience that first summer in seminary was that when I walked in those patients' rooms, I reminded them of God. Not in a George Burns or Morgan Freeman kind of way, but I reminded them that God was already present in the room. In the fear and uncertainty that they were facing, they just needed a little nudge. And as chaplain interns, we were able to offer that in the form of a smile. Passionate ear, a calming presence, and a friendly prayer. As we continue in this season of rest and renewal in Lent, who are those individuals? Or what are those moments that remind you that God is already present and gives you reason to rejoice? Amen.
1: Turning to page 326 in the Book of Common Prayer, let us stand and profess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light.
0: the whole state of Christ's church and the world, kneeling as you are able. Almighty and ever-living God, who in thy holy word has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word, and live in unity and godly love. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and other ministers, especially Justin, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Glenda, our bishop, Candace and Drew, our clergy, that they may both... By their life and doctrine, set forth thy true and lively word, and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people, give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. We beseech thee also so to rule the hearts of those who bear authority of government in this and every land, especially Joe, our president, Kay, our governor, and Stephen, our mayor, that they may be led to wise decisions and right actions for the welfare and peace of the world. Open, O Lord, the eyes of all people to behold thy gracious hand in all thy works, that rejoicing in thy whole creation, they may honor thee with their substance and be faithful stewards of thy bounty. And we most humbly beseech thee, O thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor the Byrne and Dublin families, Octavia Gomez, Mike Luckett, Sue Hicks, Daisy Bear, Al Cantrell, Ron Wright, Michelle Hughes, Deb Steindorf, Pam Gay, Violet Munson, Edith Crook, Bill Wall, Francis Hill, Jane McConnell, and all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, needs, sickness, or any other adversity. We pray for the safety of our armed forces, both here and abroad. We pray for those infected with COVID-19 and those who care for them, especially Lori Dill, Liz Blunt, Laura Lewis Stokely, Peyton Mathis IV, Peggy Porterfield, Deborah Waters West, Sam Waters, David Drennan, Becky Grove, Chris Marquardt, Eula Davis, Vivian Hamlet, Willie Smith, Devin and Samantha Adams, Joe Stubbs, Laura and Clifton Fay, Jill Coker, Janet Hall, and Lucas. We give thanks for Ascension Day School. And we also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life. In thy faith and fear, especially those in whose memory the greenery is given Ruth Sutherland Dawson, M.T. Ben Dawson, James Thomas Ham, Virginia Foxworth Ham, Martha Jane Pinson, and James Thomas Ham, Jr., beseeching thee to grant them continual growth in thy love and service, and to grant us grace so to follow the good examples of thy saints that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant these our prayers, O oh Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen.
1: And are in love and charity with your neighbors, and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith, And make your humble confession to Almighty God, devoutly kneeling. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed, by thought, word, and deed, against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us, We do earnestly repent, and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father, for thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake. Forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may, ever hereafter, serve and please thee in newness of life to the honor and glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the word of God to all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is a true saying, and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the perfect offering for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
3: And
1: spirit. I think a sign of the peace is appropriate at this time. Okay. Peace with everyone. We're delighted you're here today. just a few announcements this morning we sent a survey out on friday and i think this morning again we would ask or encourage you to please fill that out and have other members of your household to fill that out if there is a question on the survey that is not applicable to you don't worry about answering it we forgot to put a non-applicable answer spot, so just leave those questions blank. If you don't have children, obviously you're not going to use the nursery. We understand that. So, But we would really appreciate for everyone to try to fill out that survey this week. It will give us a lot of information about how we might begin to regather again safely in the church. Our clean spring cleanup day is Saturday, March 13th. We will meet from 8 to 12 here at the church. We ask that you would come to the back parking lot to check in. We'll have a list of things that need to be done around the grounds to tidy us up for spring. So we hope you'll come and join us that day, bring some gloves and yard tools with you. We continue with our preaching series today. Thank you. That Psalm 22 was a a little bit tricky and challenging, but Drew handled that very well. And um, it is about time for us to start praising again, so I'm kind of okay with that this season of Lent. You should be receiving a daily emailed scripture in your email inbox every morning, Drawing from the Well. That links you to Forward Day by Day, where you can read meditation or reflection and also link to all of the scriptures for the daily office that day. I hope that you are taking advantage of that. And if you're not getting that in your email, please contact the church office and let us know so we can make sure that we have set you up correctly. Women's Bible study began last week. It is not too late to join if you would like to. This class is taught on Zoom on Mondays at 5 p.m. And we're studying the Book of Daniel, so that's an interesting study to do. It's not that thing you remember from Children's Sunday School. It's a lot deeper. Contact me if you would like to be a part of that that study. Sunday School is today at 10.30 a.m. All of our classes except for our children are on Zoom. Our children, of course, receive brown bags for Sunday school, and they have received those already for the season of Lent. There is also another opportunity for Sunday school that is not on Zoom, but on our podcast channel. We are releasing a podcast every Sunday, The Book of Forgiving, by Desmond Tutu and his daughter Mepho Tutu. You can listen to that podcast at 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings or whenever you would like to. It will remain there. And then on Wednesdays at noon, we follow that up with a discussion on Facebook and Zoom. So if you would like to be part of that discussion with us on Zoom, you're welcome to click on that link, which comes in your Tuesday Constant Contact. And then that discussion is streamed live on Facebook as well. So Drew and I invite anyone who would like to participate in the conversation, to join us either via Zoom for a voice live conversation or via Facebook, and you can always comment in the chat. Drive-through Eucharist will be held today from 10 to 10.10 a.m. I know that's a small window, but we do have to get ready for Sunday school after that, so if you would like to pick up Reserve Sacrament, you can meet us down in the back parking lot at that time. Last week, or actually a little bit I think it was two weeks ago, I got a phone call from Patricia Dumas, and Patricia Dumas was the treasurer for the Boy Scouts last year, Um, and she was calling me because I had forgotten to pay for my garlands uh, from the Boy Scouts Christmas tree fundraiser. And so I had written a check late and added a little more to that, but she was calling me to let me know she had received it, and in the conversation she said, how much it had meant to her to walk by our church throughout the season of Advent and see the Christmas tree on the front grounds. Uh, Will had reached out to the Boy Scouts and ordered a ten foot tree from them so that we would have a nice, beautiful tree in the front lawn. As you know, in our past we've always put a tree down in Ascension Hall, but since we weren't able to gather inside for any of our typical Advent festivities, we decided to put it outside and then we encouraged all the children from from church to go with their families, and to decorate the tree with chrismons. Well, she lives in the neighborhood, Patricia does, and she walks by the church almost every day, and she said that she, during the season of Advent, she changed her route so that she could walk by in the late afternoon when the lights on the tree had come up, because it was so joyous, and it just filled her heart with so much warmth and love, and and it just really meant so much to her. And she went on to tell me the story about Susan Delaney who about 20 years ago really helped the Boy Scouts to expand their reach with their Christmas tree sales and was a really big part of that. And she said, you know, walking by this tree every day makes me remember Susan who has died um, fondly and just all the fun memories and all the times that we had and shared together through Boy Scouts and just through knowing one another personally. And she went on to say, you can't know how much this has meant to me To see this tree out in the front lawn every day in this dark season when we're in the midst of pandemic and we can't go out and be with family and friends and go to Christmas parties and do all the typical things we would do during the month of December. So she was calling me just to let me know how much that had meant to her. I think sometimes we forget how those little things, even the way our campus looks, To the rest of our community our neighborhood how much that inspires people how much that brings them joy how much hope and comfort that instills them sometimes our evangelism is not through our words it is through our actions and that action that simple little action of putting a christmas tree in the front yard i'm sure did more than just inspire patricia dumas i feel like it stood as a beacon of light and a hope for all of this neighborhood in the Garden District and everyone who drove by our church during that time. And we are able to do those kinds of things because of you, because of your willingness to give, not just simply financially, but also of your time. And we appreciate that so much because without your giving of yourselves to this work, we don't partner together with God. But in that giving, we do. And that is not only inspiring to the neighborhood outside, it's inspiring to me, and I hope it's inspiring to you, to one another. Thank you so much for those continued gifts, those continued gifts of time and of treasure and your talent. We can't do, we can't worship God and, and do the work that God has given us without our partnering together. If you would like to give today, you can go on our website at coascension.org and click on the green give here button. Or you can text the word GIVE, G I V E, to 833 901 2138. We continue to receive your gifts through bank draft and just mailing them in each week, and that is so inspiring to see your faithfulness. Thank you so much for that generosity. Through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But to do good and to distribute, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. the Eucharist, Rite 1, continues on page 333 of the Book of Common Prayer. The cards and envelopes in this offertory plate represent not only what you have given us this day, but what you have given us this past week. All things come of thee, O Lord, and and of thine own have we given thee. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who was in every way tempted as we are, yet did not sin by whose grace we are able to triumph over every evil, and to live no longer unto ourselves, but unto him who died for us and rose again. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, (laughs) Amen. glory be to thee, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, for that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made thereby as one oblation of himself once offered, a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel, command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. Betrayed, he took bread. When he had given thanks, he brake it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this. For this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, according to the institution of thy dearly beloved Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, we, thy humble servants, do celebrate, and make here before thy divine majesty with these thy holy gifts which we now offer unto thee, the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, rendering unto thee most hearty thanks for the innumerable benefits procured unto us by the same. And we most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and of thy almighty goodness, vouchsafe to bless and sanctify with thy word and Holy Spirit these thy gifts and creatures of bread and wine that we, receiving them according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness, mercifully to accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins, and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls, and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee that we and all others who shall be partakers of this holy communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ, be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction, and made one body with him, that he may dwell in us, and we in him. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end, amen and now as our savior christ hath taught us we are bold to say our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Amen. These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. to page 339, let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank Thee for that Thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of Thy favor and goodness towards us and that we are very members and corporate in the mystical body of thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Keep this, your family, Lord, with your never-failing mercy, that relying solely on the help of your heavenly grace, they may be upheld by your divine protection. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be upon you this day and remain with you always. Amen. Hymn number 675.